Today's episode of the Dirty Sports Podcast is brought to you by Chill Boys, the official underwear sponsor of our show. Dirt Balls, get you some new underwear. It's summer, you get sweaty, itchy, there's gross underwear. I know you got some with holes in them, right where the butt is. We all do as dudes. Get rid of those, toss those in the trash, and get you some Chill Boys. They got those great bamboo boxers, which I love, the performance boxers, and also the boxer briefs. It's time to upgrade your undies, boys. Use discount code DIRTY20 at chillboys.com to save 20% on your first order. That's DIRTY20 to save 20% at chillboys, C-H-I-L-L-B-O-Y-S.com. DIRTY20 to save 30%, DIRTY20 to save 20% off at chillboys.com. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I said welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. With Andy Ruther and Joe Prano Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast I am your host, Andy Ruther Coming to you live from Cincinnati, Ohio With my co-host via Venice Beach, California Joey Nocho Prano Hello Andy What's going on buddy? Oh, you know, just uh, just arrived back in Venice Beach after a weekend in the desert. Give me the temps. What, what, what were the temps in Palm? One eleven, one ten, one oh nine. All like hot, hot heat. Um, which you know, there is a lot of truth to. It's a dry heat. That's uh, certainly better than it's. It's better than a hundred in Cincinnati. That's for sure. sure. Better than ninety eight in Cincinnati. Uh, it's dry heat, but it was still, still really, really hot. Um, we golfed both Saturday and Sunday mornings, like hella early. We had a 7.45 tea time Saturday and like a 6.30 tea time Sunday that actually ended up getting moved because we fucked up our tea time reservation, uh, to like 7.20 or something like that. But any later, like... Yesterday when we fucked up our tea time, it looked like we might have to tee off at 10 something. And we were like, we're all out. Like we're absolutely not golfing at noon. Yeah. That's what in this heat. And then it was getting back to the house where we were staying. And I, I couldn't believe everybody else did. The other guy, the other four guys who golfed yesterday all took a nap immediately upon returning. I had, I was like, if I don't get in the pool, I'm going to die. I was going to say, you got to get in the pool. I had to get in the pool. I like need, I was like felt like I was going to overheat. Yeah. Well, you um, you've been gone. I mean, like like this month. How many days have you been in LA this month? Like ten days. Uh, of July, I guess. Where did I leave? I left the fourteenth or something like that, or the twelfth, yeah. like twelfth of June, thirteenth of 12th, June. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I was, I was here two weeks, you know, give or take. And you you come back to. More closures. I know. It's ridiculous. Before we get into all that, I do want to, since I was in, I was in Palm Springs for Andy Laz, friend of the show, 
co-host of the Dirty Slides podcast. I was there for his big Pedro Martinez birthday, the big four or five. So uh, to all you dirtballs out there who enjoy Andy Lazarus when he guests on our show or when he co-hosts our, our baseball spinoff, please uh, tweet at him or Instagram him or whatever and tell Andy Lazarus happy birthday because, you know, he's a, he's a great guy. He's a man of leisure, and uh, I appreciate that. Did he flood your house in Palm Springs? I have to he, know. He did not flood the house in Palm Springs. I had a great message from a dirtball saying, uh, if you beat Laz and like the, the bet between you and Laz and golf should be, if you beat him, he has to admit he flooded the house in Palm Springs in, uh, in Arizona. And uh, Laz and I played on the same team all weekend. So I did not beat him. He's old dude. 45. I mean, you're, you're, you're basically, uh, you're the tail end of that, that, that thing called life at 45. Wow. The tail end. <laughs> he, he could, he could be, he could live to be 90. He could. And he still wouldn't even be halfway there. I'll, I'll tell you what, man. I don't want to live to be 90 if, if we have the last six months of this year. It's kind of crazy. Right? It's kind of crazy, yeah. You know, it, it's the little things, too. Like, we were golfing. They didn't have fucking ice. They didn't have, like, coolers of beer. They didn't have drink cart girls. I was like, yeah. yo, if there's no drink cart, what are we doing here? Yeah, oh, we're now, a, now we're just golfing? I will say it does add the uh, – it changes the whole dynamic of, of the play. Yeah, and we, we, we packed some beers the second day, and, but, like, no ice. Like, you're, you're just slamming warm beers, and, like, it was, a, it was a melee. I mean, at this point, Joe, I, I am I, – I think I've been pretty optimistic, but I am – I don't have any faith in any sport at this point. I mean, I'm being serious. Like, like just, you know, we'll get into it. Obviously baseball hasn't fully released their schedule. They've leaked that opening day will be the Nats at home against the Yankees supposedly, which I think has basically been confirmed, but like, I mean, enough people get it. You just can't play. It doesn't matter the sport, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's kind of crazy that I'm still like a friend of mine asked me, he goes, which sport do you think will has the best chance of finishing their season? And I said football, because I still think football is like, they're going to refuse to not play. And he was like, I don't even think football gets started. Really? He's like, I think by that, by that point, they're just going to have canceled everything again. Like, we, we have gone up and down the roller coaster just in our opinions. We were like, everything's sure. going to be fine to, to like, they're not going to play week one to like, they are going to play week one. And now you just keep swinging back and forth. I have no idea. Well, I mean, what's, what's crazy is like you see in the college world, like 30, and I know it's early, but look, it's July 1st this week. 37 of, Cle- 37 of Clemson's players have tested positive. W- what's a roster? Yeah, uh, 85 or something like that, probably. I- I'm just saying, like, okay, okay t- t- take those 37 guys. They can't practice for two weeks. Like, you, you are pushing everything behind. You know what I'm saying? Like, e- even if those guys recover and everything's all right, you're taking, like, it's that time, especially for college football, like, you need to be practicing. 
shouldn't have uh, shouldn't have included a bowling alley in that facility they made. You know, the roller coaster was one thing. The 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 rock climbing wall was pretty cool, but the bowling alley. A lot of people eating chicken fingers from that in in facility cafeteria. Going to the bowling alley, finger licking good, throwing strikes, throwing spares, getting COVID. It's unbelievable. It's a great point. Yeah. I mean, the, the bowling alleys at this point are, are basically ground zero. The other, the other thing, uh, the 85-man hot tub that they put in that uh, was weird. The serve-your-own popcorn uh, movie theater. You know, guys sticking their hands in the butter and all that stuff. You're going to get sick doing that. Yeah. So, you know, the blessings and the curse of having uh, a giant 80,000-square-foot facility uh, where you put all of your football players all the time. I just, you know, as a guy who's been very critical of Dabo Sweeney for the last few years and, and, and a guy who claims his love for Jesus Christ, I just haven't heard too much about Dabo and Jesus and, you know, God. And where, where's he at now, bro? God's he, plan. God's plan. Where's we'll, the guy we'll, at? We'll, they'll be talking about this after season. God, this was God's plan for us, and we overcame it. But I, I there's just, also there's also some truth to the idea that like, why doesn't Clemson get their whole like give it to your whole team right now? On. Everybody get in that hot tub. What is that called? Herd immunity? Sure, or not even just herd immunity. Just like you know, get it and then have had it and then move on. I mean, look though, and obviously I said this last week. These guys are in tip top shape. They're young athletes, but the numbers don't lie. You're at you're at a higher percentage of fatality if you're if you're a black man. I mean that's that's what the numbers are saying. Right. If you're old, if you're I mean the know, black man thing doesn't have to really do with like any sort of biological difference. That just you're at higher likely because you're probably in a place where they give less of a shit about you. Well, well, yeah. And my point is like that—that that, that is not the case for the. Uh, that's not the case for the Clemson football players who, next to uh, the dark light mini golf course at their facility, they also have a you know health and wellness center. So they'll be fine. But my but my point, and they probably will. But my point is, we're still. I don't want to undermine because even I said these guys probably won't die, but you still have a chance. Like there, there's still a risk. I'm just saying for, for these kids, look, there's still like, my point is their risk of getting COVID Joe versus mine and your risk is night and day because we don't play on a football team. We don't right. share a locker room, a bowling alley, a movie theater, a weight room, you know? And, and that's all I'm saying is like, here we are. Kind there's, of a, there's a reason. There's a reason you don't wear shower shoes in your home shower. Exactly. You trust it. Yeah. And there's a reason you do when you share a shower with 85 people. Again, here we are. Like, like we, we are kind of back to where we started in a way as a country, which to me makes me cast my doubt. And then even if we want to talk NBA, look, 5.3% of the guys tested positive. You might, you might say that's not that high. It was 16 guys out of like, like 300, like 320. But again, it's kind of hot. Like, like 16 guys, I'm just saying, if one week 16 guys test positive when they're playing, 
that greatly affects the league. Right. That's so, why this, that's why there's going to be an asterisk around any of these things that finish or don't finish because like, what if in the NBA finals, <laughs> Anthony Davis gets it? Is that real? Like, I mean, I, I understand that, you know, you get to the NBA finals uh, and Kyrie Irving gets hurt, you know, in the past, but like, this is different than getting hurt. Sure. You, you know, the being in the best shape of your life, playing through injury, whatever. You Like Rudy Gobert, Anthony Davis could say, I feel completely fine and I want to play basketball. And they're going to say, you absolutely can't play. You think? I mean, look, dude, this has movie script. This, have, this has crazy scenarios written all over it. You think they would say that? What is there a, a chance? Is there a chance that 1998 or 1997 in Utah, Michael Jordan had it? That was the very, very first case, and then he put everybody at risk by playing, and it has since spread to the whole world. Was it not pizza poisoning? Was it the original? Was it COVID one? It was a very slow burn. Yeah. Well, it was COVID one. Now it's you know 19, 19 different ones, and. Uh, you know, at a year plus each, did Michael Jordan start this pandemic? I'm just throwing it out there as a possibility. I'm leaning towards no, but I think you should okay. do some research so we could maybe delve into I'm not, it. I'm not, I'm not afraid to use it as a clickbait title. Oh, we've done so many Jordan titles recently. I'm not even saying this. I'm saying like of an article I write, Michael Jordan started this pandemic. <laughs> Putting it up on 12up.com. <laughs> Go to BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed will print it, right? <laughs> yeah. So they did release a schedule, Joe. Did you look at it at all? The NBA schedule. Correct. I did not. So it will tip off on Thursday, July 30th. Your first My team isn't playing, Andy. That's right. Well, so. the first two games are going to be Utah against New Orleans and then the Clippers against the Lakers. So we're going to start off with just two games in the first day back. I love it. And both those games. Ease us in. Ease us in. Yeah. And then look, there's a lot of good games. And Zion versus Gobert. And we're only talking, you know, 15 days of games. Right. So, or 16 days. It's going to be a very short schedule. And it is action-packed. I mean, then you start the next day. Games start at 2.30 Eastern time and go all the way to 9 Eastern time. Saturday, you know, one, like – Basically, if you look at the NBA schedule, if you want to just binge on basketball, it's going to be a lot of fun. I do, because, and I will. Because basically, Joe, I will be back in L.A. at this point. Games are going to start any day of the week, basically, between 10 to 11 a.m. and go all like, day. Like I've been saying about baseball for years, every single day, Major League Baseball should have one day game. They do, don't they? No. They don't? No. That's stupid. Absolutely. I didn't know that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Why, it why, is. Actually, now I'm, I'm confused. Why would they not do that? Because kids are in school and people are going to work and who are coming to these games. It's like, I don't know. Have you ever been to a day baseball game while school is still in session? How about 400 buses of kids on a field trip? Yeah. 
I know. Well, and, and, and instead of having nobody at this stadium or slightly less people than you would have at a night game, have a lot of people. Give out, yeah. you know, the, for the people who want to come to day games. And by the way, you're not making any money on these games anyway. You're making it on TV. And guess who's watching stuff on TV? Lots of people. Well, you're going to get to binge, dude. I mean, if you want, you're going to be able to do two straight weeks of NBA. We're talking. Well, what else am I doing, Andy? Bars and restaurants are once again closed. And I assume they'll probably be closed when this starts up in July. Probably. Is there a timeline? I haven't looked. Do you know? I don't know. They just said. I mean, I think, I mean, I think the idea that there could be a timeline is ridiculous because we're a few weeks removed from shit reopening and now we're closing again. So I don't think there's, I think if there was a timeline, that timeline has been scrapped. Yeah. I think when Texas closed the bars, that was like a, wow, this is real. Not that I didn't think it was real, but do you know what I mean? I basically mean that like, if Texas, you know, the king state of freedom in America is closing things and going back, I think that, I think we're going to be here for a minute. I, now, I, do, I think, now, does, now, does, do you have any idea how this affects uh, the comedy store guys that have been, have decided to open comedy store Texas? I don't know. I, I, I just keep seeing things. I keep seeing rumors about possibilities of, uh, a new Texas hub. There's, there's rumors of us starting our own podcast hub. Have you heard about this? No. Who's saying that? I am. <laughs> oh, is it in Cincinnati? It's wherever we want, Joe Prano. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting some strong pushes. Shout out to our guy, uh, John Smith. He's offered to put me up in Wilmington. He's making a strong push to uh, Wilmington and some of the great beach towns in North Carolina. Yeah. I, have you watched what's the the Outer Banks? I feel like you would have been all over that. I feel like that's right up your alley. No, I haven't. I haven't either, but I know there's I, good surf towns down there. That's for sure. There are. There's literally a place called Surf City. Yeah. I did just finish Succession yesterday, season two. How was that? You excited for season three? Oh, give me some more. Yeah. Such a good show. Yeah, it's fantastic. Now, I posed this the other day to my brother, Brad, who's been watching it too, and he laughed at me, but I think it's a legitimate question. And you, maybe you'll laugh too. Is Succession more of a comedy or a drama, or is it just both? Uh, I think it's more of a drama, but I think it's certainly written to have comedic moments. I mean, there's a lot of comedy in that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm just saying, like... I know it would be classified as a drama, but there is a lot of comedy. So, I don't know. I'm a big fan, though, Joe. Yeah, it's great. I love it. We did this last episode. We talked about what the Detroit Lions would be if they were a character for succession. Now, J.R. Smith is signing with the Lakers, it looks like. I mean, is he, is he also Kendall? <laughs> Uh, I feel like J.R. Smith, I forget the guy's name, but I feel like J.R. Smith is the guy that was raping people on the uh, yachts, on the cruise line. Oh, the old guy. And, and throwing people off of, he's throwing people off the ships and stuff. Like, Wow, you like, doing that to J.R., man? I mean, what, like, J.R. Smith at this point, he is old, right? He, he does have a ton of baggage. He's like 35 or 36. Like, yeah, that's pretty old for the NBA, dude. Like, 
if you're LeBron James and you have to bring J.R. Smith in, you're definitely asking. He's 34. He's 34. If you're J.R. Smith, if you're LeBron James and you're asking uh, J.R. Smith to join the Lakers, you're definitely having cousin Greg break in to ESPN <laughs> and TNT and destroy all the copies of the end of the finals game video, right? Like all of those. Good point. He's definitely, you've definitely got him burning that. You're like, yeah. look, it happened. It's over. We don't need it haunting us going forward. Greg, you need to go in there and you need to burn all copies of what are you doing? I will never forget. Where were you at when that game was happening? Game one of those NBA finals, 2018. I don't remember. I know exactly where I was at. I was at a, I was at a ladies, I, I was at a lady's place. Uh, I was watching it in her apartment in the Valley. And it would have been, it would have been what? It would have been June of 2018. Why can I not? I, I, I almost think it might've been like May 30th of 2018. Yeah. Like when yeah, the I last, don't, I, or I don't maybe June 1st. It was either one of the last couple of days of May or the first day of June. I just, I just, I believe, what did LeBron have that game? 55 points just ruined? Yeah. Sports Dude, are crazy. That, that, that's the best thing about Google Photos. I can go back and, like, see where I was in that time. Sports are great because you can – I think sports and music are kind of on the same wavelength, at least for me personally. Yeah. Like, I'll see something and I'll know exactly where I was at, right? Or hear a song – and it'll bring me back to that moment of childhood or high school or whenever it was. And it's like you're trapped in a capsule of time. Yeah. I know exactly what I did that day. I, I, had, I had done a dent report with Lance Bass. I just went from his place to this girl's place. And I remember how excited I was that I thought the, the Cavs actually had a shot of winning. And then... And it's crazy, but... You know, stealing game one on a on a insane LeBron James performance definitely does shift that series. Oh, 100 percent I don't think the I don't think the Cavs win, but who knows? But anything is possible. I think they I think they steal another game. I think they make that series go six. Yeah. At the very least. Then things get testy. Draymond flicks somebody in the nuts. He's suspended. Yeah. yeah. So Vince Carter. Has officially retired, Prano. Are you burying the lead here? Like, how far into the show are we going before we talk Camden into the Patriots? <laughs> well, we're going to – no, that's what I'm saying. We're burying the lead. Look, look, you're, you have you're taught even, me. You're not, you're, not, you're not even teasing it. You have taught like Vince me. Carter was like, uh, Jeremy Lin has signed an extension in China. Like, in China. Look, man, we're doing NBA. This is our last NBA story. And okay. we, I don't have an insane amount on today's rundown, as you would know, because I'm sure you looked over everything. You didn't even send me the rundown. Anymore. I did. I sent it to you three hours ago. Not in an email. I did. You didn't. Did it not go through? No. You sure? You have not been sending me emails lately. You have not been sending me rundowns. I really have. Are they just not connecting? That's interesting. Yeah. I, I get the Zoom emails. I haven't, gotten, I haven't gotten a rundown email from you in like three weeks. I've sent one every single time. Okay, well, I, just, well. I just, I sent it to you now. Now I'm curious to see if you actually get it. Let me know if you get it. Okay. 
And trust me, we're going we're gonna to discuss at length Cam Newton. That's, gonna, that's how we're going to end the show. You're, you're Mr. Barry the lead. So, look, that's how, that's how we'll wrap it up. But Vince Carter is officially retiring. Vince Sanity. 22 seasons. How many – I, I, I know we've done this before. I want you to name his teams, and then what we're going to do is I'm going to see if you can name how many nicknames he has according to his basketball reference page. You okay. Just, you just named one. I'm going to – Oh, hold on, hold on, real quick. They list they list seven possible nicknames for Vince Carter on okay. his basketball reference page. Uh, honestly, I don't know. I don't know that I'll get three of them. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know most of these either. How, how many teams total? You played uh, I, I mean, obviously, the Raptors. I'm writing these down. The... Uh, Nine Magic. Teams. Nine teams. The Nets. Good. The Suns. Good. The Hawks. Good. Memphis. Good. Dallas. Good. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Uh, Memphis, Dallas. Uh, who am I forgetting? I'm sure, I'm, I know I'm forgetting a ton of. I'm, I'm forgetting two. But he was give me who give me who you oh you're not gonna get this one but did you say give me the ones you gave me i gave you raptors magic nets suns hawks grizzlies mavericks yeah these these are two tough ones uh two tough ones short stints that i imagine um Hold on. Or was it eight teams? Maybe, maybe I'm misspoken. Let me count. One, two, three. Did I do this? I feel like I did this last time and I forgot the same fucking team. Yeah. So there's only eight. You, God, you did good. You only missed one. See, I, I, I got to think. Is it New Orleans? Sacramento. Sacramento. Started five games for Sacramento 27-2018 season. Wow. 58 games. Five games? Started five. Started five. He played in 58 games. Yeah. It's pretty good. You want to hear his nicknames? Yes. I, so I don't Vince, know. Vin, Vince Hannity. Which we all know. Yeah. They also have listed VC. Yeah. Okay. That's not really a nickname. I, I'm going to fuck Wikipedia. Well, this is the basketball reference page. Air Canada. Okay. I've heard that one. Half man, half amazing. What? Yeah. That's that was Dominique's uh that was Dominique's nickname too. One of Dominique's nicknames. So you can't have fucking two half man and half amazings. Flying man? Never heard that once in my life. And the last one I definitely never heard. Sunshine. Was he mm, never playing play in Florida? What was I that mean, when really, he played for Phoenix? I, I mean really VC is his initials. Air Canada, I have heard, but I also thought that Air Canada might have been like the combo of him and somebody. Yeah. Were, were him and McGrady there together? They were. Yeah, they were. I think maybe they were Air Canada, but fine. That's fine. Well, here's another fun fact about Vince. He averaged 20 or more points 
a game in 12 seasons. I mean, Vince Carter is fun, likable, uh, exciting. Like the, the dunks, you know, probably the best dunker ever. Arguably, certainly the best dunker ever. Um, and played a long time and seems to be generally well-liked. So he will be missed. He's a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. I don't think there's a doubt on that. Uh, there might be a, a doubt, but I think, he'll, I think he will be. I mean, 22 seasons again. Yeah. The numbers don't lie. Best dunker of all time. I'm, I'm hearing that more now. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, he jumped over a guy. Yeah. In a game. Not a dunk yeah. contest. Has, has two, two of the, I would say, at least two of the all-time dunk contest dunks. Yeah. The, 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 the 360 tomahawk, like, against the grain. I don't even know. The reverse 360 tomahawk. And the hanging elbow. Two of the greatest. Those, those are legendary dunk contest dunks. So you've got multiple dunk contest champion, ridiculous in-game dunks, ridiculous college dunks, international dunks. So we can agree. Vince Carter, to wrap it up, Joe, first ballot Hall of Famer? Uh, you know, I'm not, as, I'm not as, like, familiar with the process of the basketball Hall of Fame. I, I want to say Hall of Famer for sure. Um, first ballot. Yeah. Fuck it. Why not? I mean, I always go back to like Dino Rogers in the basketball hall of fame. Yeah. Uh, again, I know we do this every time, but we need to reiterate. It's the basketball hall of fame. It's not the NBA. So if you were the best player that ever came from Iceland, you're like, yeah, I think, I think they inducted Yao Ming when he got drafted. I mean, seriously. So, I mean, I'm going to say, yeah, but also like first ballot. I don't know. I guess I'll have to look a little bit more into it, but I'm going to say yes. Let's go. Yes. Okay. 22 years. Best dunker ever. 22 years, 12 years again of averaging 20 or more points in a season. So isn't he like something on the all time hits list or all time singles or I keep saying hits and singles points. I'm saying that because his career reminds me of Derek Jeter, 22 years hitting a lot of singles. So, yeah, he should be in that with 98% of the vote. Did you celebrate Jeter's birthday this weekend? No, I didn't. I think when was Jeter's birthday? This weekend. I think he was 46. Wow. Yeah, Jeter's Yeah. What, when, when, was, when was Laz's official birthday? What day? Uh, Friday. Jeter's was Friday as well. Wow. Andy Laz and Derek Jeter. Yeah. How many? Uh, never mind. <laughs> I was just I was just gonna try to compare the girls. <laughs> yeah. Unfair to Laz. <laughs> so I got to tell you this before we move on. I know we're gonna get to the Patriots stuff with Cam and um, the penalties they got for cheating. So my old man Walt is obsessed. He just discovered. Jersey Mike's. And he loves it. Like obsessed. How and often I, does he go? He went today. Uh, maybe once every seven to 10 days. Okay. So not, not so it's, it's, a, it's a consistent meal though. 
it's a consistent meal and just so so it got me thinking though like i mean who are these people out here in Prano who are eating subway like can we just get that out there like how bad is subway well i was just about to say like i prefer jimmy john's okay jersey mike's but i like jersey mike's fine but I, I i think i prefer jimmy john's but i was just about to say the same thing like i'd rather eat out of a Jersey Mike's dumpster than eat at Subway. Subway's like, so rather, bad. I, I would rather eat yesterday's half-eaten roast beef during coronavirus than I would eat a Subway sandwich. Oh, so bad. A Subway, Subway's disgusting. The worst. Who are these let's, people? Let's, well, let's, let's talk about even worse than people who eat at Subway. How about Otis Spunkmeyer, the cookie guy? <laughs> He's he's selling his cookies via Subway. Is that it? He's like our our cookies we're we're going to go out of business, but you know what? I'm just going to sell them through Subway. But Subway does have good cookies. Is aren't they? Isn't that the cookies? Isn't that the cookies they sell there? No, because Subway actually bakes their cookies. Are you sure? I, I think- thought those were Otis Spunkmeyer's. I thought those were racks of Otis Funkmeyer cookies. Oh, you think you think that those cookies that they're quote unquote baking at Subway are Otis Funkmeyer? That's what I thought. Am I just making all of this up? No, you're not. I just Googled it. First Reddit thing. Otis the cookies at Subway are Otis Funkmeyers? Yeah. By the way, how is there not a porn star named Otis Funkmeyer? <laughs> I, 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 it's got to be a black porn star, right? Canceled. <laughs> a white Great, guy. Andy. Great. There's no white. Have you ever met a white guy named Otis? Think about awesome. it. Awesome. <laughs> Joe Rogan, Joey Diaz, Barstool, now Dirty Sports. Did Barstool get canceled? canceled. Did Barstool oh, get yeah, canceled? You, yeah, you didn't hear? They, they didn't. Uh, that, uh, what's his name? The... Uh, Mr. Presidente uh, called Colin Kaepernick uh, ISIS a few years ago. Well, I did see somebody released uh, a bunch of stuff, him dropping the M-bomb, but whatever. Like, like I, I, you can't even keep track. You had a great text today to me and Tug. Was it you? Like, the, is there anybody left to, to not cancel? I said, you know, Andy and I live in a great position where we have no careers, so you can't cancel us. Thanks, Jim. And unfortunately, Tug will be canceled for something that I said while he co-hosted a podcast that I wasn't even on. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the Dirty Sports has been canceled after referring to black porn star as Otis Spunkmeyer. Uh, being lost in the cancellation is hosts Andy Ruther, Joe Prano, co-host, guest co-host, Tug Coker, yeah. and former NFLer, Sean Merriman. In related news, we were going to cancel Robert Latell from BSO, but he has already previously been canceled. <laughs> oh man! You, 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 can't, you know what it is now. The can, the the cancel the the cancel corporation, which we are now calling Twitter, is investigating is investigating whether or not Pat McAfee will also be canceled. It's cancel. It's not guilt by association now. It's cancel by association. Yeah, exactly. So did you see that DM, Prano, about uh, Boonstra, Dirtball Matt Boonstra, who loves golf, challenging me and maybe you? I was in the Dirty Sports DMs. Because you know I've been talking about golf. And I saw you were golfing this weekend. 
in Palm yeah, Springs. Yeah, I, 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 I golfed twice this weekend. I got a DM from a, or not a DM, a comment on one of my pictures from a uh, dirt ball who said the second course we golfed was the hardest course that he golfed in his college golf career, which I thought was interesting because the second course we played was kind of tough. Um, and I did see that. And, you know, I, like, first of all, Boonstra better be like, like borderline on tour where he's like, Hey, Andy, I think in the next month and a half, you should become a scratch golfer or else you're a pussy and you can't talk about golf anymore. Well, he said that I should be, my score should be an 85 on a 6,000 yard course by end of August. By end of August, which like 72 is around your average golf, you know, like that's what the par for a course would be. So he wants you less than one over on every hole in a month and a half. You don't even own golf clubs. Well, and that's what I wrote to him. I was like, dude, and also the cost, like for me to even attempt this, I'm golfing five days a week. Right. Which I, you know, it's ludicrous. Like, you know, what is this? The new game of Thrones? Like, but I also said, and I've been saying to a lot of my friends this weekend, uh, a lot of my golf friends, I'm saying like, I'm getting into golf because I'm too old now, turned 41 this week and too injured with my knee to play sports anymore. Uh, so now I've taken up golf. And of course, all of my golfing friends are like, golf is a sport. And I'm like, well, you know, me being able to get through two rounds of it this weekend while fully handicapped says otherwise. <laughs> Um, but I, I, you know, Boonstra's, uh, DM did set me on a personal mission. I'm not going to play golf five times a week, but my goal is to shoot under 90 on a, whatever, 6,000 yard course or whatever by the end of the year. Okay. By by January one. And that's not golfing five days a week. That's probably golfing twice a month. Let's be honest. We're like reasonably priced golf courses out in LA. Well, Penmar's nine holes and very reasonably priced. Isn't that par three or no? No. Okay. No, it's, it's a, it, there's no par fives there, but it's threes and fours. It's a nine hole. Uh, El Segundo Lakes is a nine hole uh, down there, like right off, you know where that one is, like right off one. Uh, Rancho Park has a golf course. I think that's, it might be two courses there, but it's definitely 18 if it's not two courses. There's a lot, there's a lot of reasonably priced courses around that there's a lot of muni courses in LA. You have to wear a college shirt. Uh, not at Penmar. You don't even have to wear a shirt. Have you been to Penmar recently? There's homeless people lining the fence. You don't even have to have a home. You don't need to wear <laughs> shoes. If you got a bag and you can pay the fee, they'll let you pet. Not only will they let you play, they'll let you live there. It's, it's the uh, caddy from Happy Gilmore. It's basically a bunch of them. Yeah. I was at Penmar the other day and my caddy was like, uh, he's looking at the looking at the thing. He's like, gotta say, hit a, about a six here, hit it over that guy's tent. And uh, as long as you can clear the tent, you should be good. Absolutely amazing. So, Prano, are we going to talk? Andy, I've got, I've, got, I've got clubs for you in my trunk. Okay, good. What is going on outside Venice? Hold on, let's find out. Oh my God. Okay, this is great. Sounds like someone's dying. Joe just ran out. Hearing a lot of commotion. 
2020. This is 2020 in a nutshell. Oh shit, Joe's gone. This is absolutely amazing. Let's, let's take a guess. What do we think is happening right now? I'm gonna keep this in the recording. What is happening? What is Prano witnessing? Is it a crackhead fight? Race fight? Police brutality? Scooter accident? It is getting real in Venice. Well, I was just debating on the, on the show. I, okay, I gave options. I said, what's happening? I'm going to keep this in. Is it, is it a crackhead fight, a race-related fight, police fight, or somebody cr- cr- crashed a scooter and something happened? So it looks most likely number two. Which was race-related? Yeah, there was some sort of uh, – uh, gang of people chasing a couple of other people and uh, I, I can't tell for sure that it was race related but uh, there was a white girl down the street and it looked like somebody hit her with a skateboard at some point and then they were about to take her bag when somebody came up and kind of like pulled them off and then she got up and walked away uh, holding her head and the, the horde of people went the other way the, the way everybody was congregating, uh, it seemed like maybe they had done, she had done something or her boyfriend who got away had, had done or said something that maybe they should not have uh, because she wasn't like, I'm calling the cops or anything. She was just, I'm going to go. <laughs> Prino, I'm, I'm really coming back to this in a month? This is what I'm coming back to? I, yeah, I don't know, man. It's... It's getting real out here. Although, like, is it any, I mean, yesterday in the Midwest, St. Louis, there was, you know, uh, a a couple of white middle-aged people that took a break from drinking Bloody Marys to bring assault rifles onto their front porch. Oh, I saw. I don't know. I don't know if it's any better. Like, Ken and Karen, Queens, King and Queen of the Midwest. I mean, it's just, you you tell me that Montana and Wyoming don't look better by the day. Me, you on a ranch, raising cattle, podcasting. Everybody's got a, right, everybody's got a rifle in Montana. Yeah. But probably they all, good, there's probably some good golf courses up there. That's for they, sure. Yeah, but you also don't have to deal with the real world. I'm, I say Hawaii. It's so expensive there. Got that, it, got that good, dirty sports, though. We do, we, we, how many Venmo donations we need for that, Prano? At Joe Prano, at Andy Dash Ruther on Venmo. Uh, put a palm tree and a coconut and a Mai Tai in the uh, donations. If you think we should take the Dirty Sports Podcast to Hawaii. I've never been. Me either. It's one of like the five states I haven't been to. Yeah. I, I, actually, Montana is one of the other ones. Hawaii, Montana, a lot of M's. Hawaii, Montana. I've been through Mississippi, but I've never been to Mississippi, like, for any reason. You're- Minnesota. And that may be it. Might be that, those four. And North Dakota. It's funny, because you're naming, like, all the ones I've basically been to. Not Upper Northeast, for me, is, is where I got to hit. And basically Upper Northwest. So we're going to talk this Cam Newton thing, or what? Let's do it. Cam Newton to the Patriots. I love it. 
Speaking of race-related violence. I think it's Cam a good Newton, move. Cam Newton has his first two-interception game. Thank God there won't be fans at Gillette this year. Yeah. I don't, I don't think Cam Newton would like to hear the words he would hear if there were fans at Gillette this year. Well, I think it's a very smart move. I like the move by Belichick. I like the move by the Patriots. It's a very high, low risk, high reward, I should say. And I agree with that. He can only make up to seven and a half million max. You know, they bought low. Basically, they waited around. All the uh, all the people at the garage sale left. Belichick was like, "Hey." I need that coffee maker, doesn't he, Joe? He needs that. He, <laughs> yeah. he, he needs that piece on his coffee machine, and uh, your boy Cam fits that uh, missing piece on Bill's coffee machine. Yeah, you. Well, you said you said in our previously recorded episode that uh, you know Bill Belichick was doing some garage sale shopping, and he found he found a nice little thing. And and my analogy was what, what I feel like Cam is is like Bill Belichick has a coffee machine at home that recently stopped working and he knows exactly what's wrong with it. He has, there's a hose and it's not, it's not connected, right? It's got a little break in it. And he was just about to buy a new hose on Amazon. He's going to get the hose, the replacement hose was 12 bucks plus shipping. But instead he went garage sailing. He found his very same coffee machine and he's going to buy the whole machine for a buck, but he's just taking the hose. Like he found cam to fill in. I mean, obviously quarterbacks a very, very important role. But he feels like he has a great team in place, and he found a quarterback to step in and, and fill that role for a year, whether that's a bridge to Stidham or a bridge to whoever. We know it's not a bridge, and I think it's hilarious that his name was trending today. But we know it's not a bridge to Trevor Lawrence. Everybody was like, this is it. Patriots are going to tank to get Trevor Lawrence, which tells me people just don't know anything about Bill Belichick or the Patriots or anything like that. Like, I think Bill Belichick is very much out to prove that he can win without Tom Brady. He's sick of hearing about Tom Brady. He's going to win without Tom Brady. And I think this is a great fit for a number of reasons, but mostly because it's a one-year deal. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, look, there's a lot of people saying he's underpaid, and I actually disagree with that. I I think, you know, I just want to mention Richard Sherman's tweet. I like Richard Sherman a lot, but I, I disagree with him here. He says, how many former league MVPs have had to sign for the minimum? Asking for a friend, just ridiculous. A transcendent talent and, and less talented QBs are getting 15 to 16 million a year. Disgusting. Well, I don't disagree that less talented guys are making more. That's kind of the market, you know, and that, that's how it works. But the thing about Sherman's tweet is he was the MVP five years ago, guys. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, uh, what is, is Adrian Peterson not, did, did he sign for? more than the minimum uh you know steve young's a former mvp and a transcendent talent i don't think steve young can come in and play right now and get more than the minimum um and i understand that the that i understand that making that comparison is like oh well steve young's 40 years old here's what i'll say steve young is retired okay Cam Newton is closer to being retired than he is the MVP. Sure. Agreed. He will be retired in five years. Agreed. And, you know, I have been – people have come at me on the show about Cam from both sides. 
both sides, Andy, both sides. There's bad people on both sides. <laughs> but I have called Cam, and I, and I stand by this, Cam, Cam is simultaneously overrated by, I think, the majority of people and underrated by certain people. Um, I think he's overrated in that he's just not a good passer. Like, plain and simple, he's not. And Cam is effective when he is playing quarterback and is also basically playing short yardage tailback. And when he's hurt and he's unable to do all the things he does in the running game, he becomes way less effective as a quarterback, as, you know, an offensive threat, and mostly as a guy who's going to win you games. And we saw that the last couple of years when he wasn't healthy and couldn't throw and couldn't run, I should say, and had to throw more. It wasn't that good. And they didn't win a lot of games. Now, he obviously five years ago won the MVP when he was essentially their starting tailback and their starting quarterback. And he had a great defense. And you and I had the argument. I said, you can put Cam's stats and Russell Wilson's stats next to each other through a certain point of their career. And they're pretty good, pretty even. And uh, I said, you know, you give Cam a Legion of Boom type defense. He can go undefeated and win the Super Bowl. He went 15 and one and got to the Super Bowl with an almost that good defense. Well, look, his numbers as a passer, but, but that is gone. He's only thrown 30 touchdowns once in his career. That was in his MVP season. His last three seasons, excluding last year because he was hurt, which obviously doesn't help his cause, but his last three seasons post MVP, he's thrown 65 touchdowns to 43 interceptions. That's not good at all. It's a bad yeah. ratio. His career completion percentage is 59.6. Now, people are going to say, hey, he threw for 68% in 2018, his last healthy year. Well, fine. Again, his career completion percentage is 59.6. Also, that was, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't that uh, McCaffrey's first year? Correct. So that would be – so you, you are given a guy who is now playing – and, and obviously had the talent before to play really high level uh, running back, as well as being a receiver out of the backfield, a guy you're running out of the slot in very short patterns, a guy you're throwing the ball to out of the backfield, obviously the most, the, the easiest passes to complete. So suddenly he jumps up to convert, you know, completing two thirds of his passes when he gets a receiving running back. Yeah. And, and look, I know a lot of people have wanted to give Cam the excuse of the injuries and of the receive the lack of receivers, but you know, like I'm kind of sick of hearing of that because think about all of the receivers you never heard of or who were a bust that get turned into great receivers when they're in a great court with a great quarterback. What has any Aaron Rodgers receiver done before or after Aaron Rodgers? Who are Tom Brady's guys? that have ever gone on to have a ton of success elsewhere. Um, what was Sammy Watkins doing before he played with Pat Mahomes? Just being a big giant bust? Well, look, with all that being said. Victor Cruz, undrafted. I mean, you had to? Like, really? Like, I'm smiling. You, you really? You, you had to bring the Giants into this? Get out of here. 
Just saying great quarterbacks make no names superstars. Well, look, man, I like the signing and I don't, I'm not trying to rip Cam and pick him apart because I like the signing and I think he's going to, it's a great situation for Bill Belichick. It's a great situation for the new England Patriots. And to be honest, I think they win the division. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it is a great sign for them. I had them to win the division with whoever they started because that's how much I believe in Bill Belichick and how much I don't really think uh, losing Tom Brady is going to affect their ability to, you know, scheme. Um, but I like the signing simply because if Cam is healthy, who better than Belichick, you know, and the whole offensive team there to come up with the way to use Cam to the best of his abilities. I mean, they've reinvented that offense so many times. Tom Brady won three Super Bowls in the beginning being like Mr. Game Manager. Then it became, let's do the double tight end thing. Then it became, let's throw the ball everywhere. Then they dialed it back again to run the ball. Like, they have reinvented that offense to fit their personnel so many times that who is better to get Cam Newton in there if he can run and reinvent the offense for him. And why I really like the deal is, again, because it's one year. The, the thing about Cam Newton's uh, transcendent talent, as Richard Sherman calls it, is there is an expiration date on it. He can't, do, he can't play the only style of football that he is effective playing for very much longer. So if Bill Belichick squeezes the last out of that, you know, fruit, and gets uh, and that's not about his hats. That is a an actual fruit reference. I am not saying anything sexual. Do not cancel me. Um, if he can squeeze the last juice out of that, like, great. Yeah, and again, to talk about his contract, it's very similar to what Ryan Tannehill signed last year, which was two and a half million incentive lace contract. And look, guys, Richard Sherman of all people should know this. Once you get injured, man especially that position. And he's had multiple injuries, you know, to his arms, to his shoulders. It's like, once you get injured, he's. And again, and again you know, like I, I know Richard Sherman, everybody wants to, but it's, he's playing a different style. The idea that Drew Brees hurt his shoulder and then corrected his shoulder and now sits in a pocket and rarely gets touched. And Tom Brady sits in a pocket and rarely gets touched. Like that, that's not the same thing as a guy who is only effective when he's also taking a ton of hits running the football. I mean, look, guys. And I, and I think it's a win-win. Like, he, they, they've got it. Like, I wouldn't even be surprised if they do, like, a co-quarterback thing. I think Cam's going to start for them. But I wouldn't be surprised if they do a thing where, you know, uh, Belichick has, you know, some sort of passing offense and – understood him and, and god knows what they're going to get from him he's he's a totally unknown product they both went to auburn i think it's just a bridge here yeah and if cam look if cam is healthy and can return to that style of play and play effectively and survive i love belichick going like yeah let's re let's reinvent an offense around this guy and then play great defense and do all the little things and whatever and look, guys, he, he's at that number right now. You know, you know, Cam Newton has rushed. I'm looking. I mean, he's rushed for 4,806 yards, which I believe puts him either second or third all time for quarterbacks. You know what I'm saying? So, like, 
he's got the baggage. He's got the wear and tear on his body. And like you said, that, that's been his part of his great style. And he rushes for a ton of touchdowns and he takes a yeah. beating and his body is, is bruised and battered. But at the end of the day, I agree. I like it. I think they win the division. I'll actually be rooting for him. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of redemption stories. I'm a big fan of people dressed like that in a weird situation like New England where they don't, you know, they're very uh, conservative. So I think it'll be funny. I think it'll be entertaining. Um, now, Andy, let me, let me throw something at you because, I, I, you know, I'm a bit of a conspiracy theorist. Do you believe at all in the conspiracy theory that, um, everybody's talking about how long it took for Cam to end up on a team that this deal was in place and they had agreed in terms and he kind of knew he was going to the Patriots and the Patriots knew that they were getting him, but Bill Belichick was waiting to make it official simply to pollute the headlines. The same day the penalty comes down for yet another videotaping cheating scandal well i haven't heard that if you put, if you put in patriots cam and you were going to spell a camera cheating again it's going to say patriots cam newton did you mean no i meant patriots camera cheating again you know what i'm talking about spygate two the second return of the fucking jedi i like it i'll tell you what i like i like your conspiracy theory i think it's great no one's talking about it no one Except us. I haven't seen any. Now, I don't watch a lot of these sports talk shows, but no one was discussing how last night, the very same night that the Patriots signed Cam Newton, their penalty for deliberately spying on the worst team in the league, the Cincinnati Bengals, to remind everybody, when they were caught filming the field and sideline during a December 8th game with the Bengals and the Browns because the Bengals were supposed to play the Patriots a week later. The penalties came down, and, and they're a joke. They blatantly cheated, and this is what they got. They got a $1.1 million fine. They lose a third-round draft pick, and the television production crew for the Patriots won't be allowed to shoot any games during 2020. We talked about high, low-reward, low-risk, high-reward for Cam Newton. Bill Belichick's cheating strategy is exactly that. There's low risk because if they get caught, they always lose a low and even late round draft pick. They lose money that means nothing to them because that money means nothing. They make it tenfold back if they're good, which they always are good because they're always cheating. So it's like, Robert Kraft is like, of course I'll pay I'll pay a million dollars every year to the cheating scandals if I make forty million extra hosting playoff games. Why wouldn't I do that? Well, again, to bring it back to what happened, and then and then the same thing goes with players. Players want to play for the Patriots because the Patriots win. So who cares if you lose a third round draft pick? Yeah, look, I think the timing of this is not a coincidence. I just don't. I, I think the league wants the Patriots to be good. It's good for ratings. It's good for all the haters. It's good for all the people who love the Patriots. Andy, what are you talking about? All uh, Every New England Patriots fan will tell you that the Patriots are out to get the, – the league is out to get the Patriots, Andy. They make up these cheating scandals, even though there's video. 
They made up Spygate. They made up Spygate 2. They made up Deflategate. They made them all up. The, the league is out to ruin one of their most successful franchises, formerly with one of their most marketable stars, now with yet another marketable star, uh, and Roger Goodell's best friend as the owner. The, what, I mean, you're not doing good conspiracy work if you don't think one of the top cities in America, one of the most marketable teams, some of the most marketable players, Roger Goodell's best friend, is going to be the team that the league comes after to try to destroy unfairly. That's just bad math, Andy. Well, Joe, I am a firm believer that they do want the Patriots to be good. And this yeah. is showing it. Yeah. And, and, and again, obviously you're joking, but like, I want to bring it back. Cause obviously I'm a guy who's like, I love the Patriot way. Cause they win. Like they kind of win at all costs and they don't kind of, they do. And, and we see this right time and time again, but let's go back to the actual being the, the actual crime. They were caught filming the Cincinnati Bengals. I want to go all the way. Whoa, back. whoa, whoa, Andy. I'm going to require that you do that. Like, you can't. They were caught filming another team again. Again. For Let's not act like this is they're cheating. They, they got caught cheating, and there was a misunderstanding and whatever. Why were we filming the Bengals? They're so bad. I don't know. Why do you guys film everybody? Why if, you, why if I put spy gate into Wikipedia, is there already a page with 10,000 words on it? Because you already did this your cheaters they have, they have an entire production company devoted to cheating do your job do your job productions do your job just do your job man i think bill belichick is such a smart coach such a smart nfl gm the guy's brilliant and he's also brilliant like you said i agree to know let's keep cheating because the penalties are, they're, they're this, they're a little slap on the wrist. I mean, it's, 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 it'd be like if you kept cheating on your wife and your punishment is you got to sleep on the couch one night. You think it's going to stop somebody from cheating? No. It's, it's, it, it's, it's not a punishment. You know, what, you, know, you know what gets you banned from the league? Losing, if you're a coach. Gets you banned from the league. Otherwise, you're not banned. Greg Williams isn't banned. Sean Payton's not banned. Bill Belichick's not banned. These guys cheated. They're not banned from the league. You get banned in the league for two things. Being bad at your job, a.k.a. losing games, or obviously having an opinion, like and being, being black and having an opinion. But, uh, yeah, low risk, high reward. What's the worst that can happen? Here's, okay, here's the best thing that can happen, Bill Belichick. You win the Super Bowl, you make, you get a contract extension, you get a ring, you get a party, you get to go to the White House, you get to buddy up with your friend Trump, you get to all this thing. Here's the worst, the worst case scenario. They catch you, the owner of the team, not you personally, the owner of the team pays one fortieth of the amount of money he made selling beer to Patriots fans in their playoff home game, and you lose a third round draft pick which you were going to trade down for anyway. I just want to recap again. You're coming from a guy who was like, I'm all about because the Patriots win. But let's just, let's just do a quick recap. 
of just a few conspiracies, right? We have Deflategate 1. I'm sorry, we have Spygate 1. Right. Deflategate. Yeah. Deflategate. We have the owner who was getting hand jobs in a seedy strip mall by women who he didn't know were, hey, didn't know that they were, you know, it was an illegal sex ring. I've seen the Netflix documentary on Jeffrey Epstein. He knew, he knew, he fucking knew. And now you have this. Guys, if you really think the NFL wants to penalize the New England Patriots, they've had tons of opportunities. They don't. I, I just want to put that out there. You might say, hey, Prano's biased. He comes from the Giants, the New York point of view. Look, I'm from Ohio. What? Hold on. Why am I biased? First of all, I'm a Mets fan. The Red Sox are in our division. I don't even care at all. I I, I, I low-key kind of like the Celtics because I love Larry Bird. I love Kevin Garnett, even though Paul Pierce is a goddamn douche. And the Patriots, I root for the Patriots to go to the Super Bowl. If the Patriots go to the Super Bowl and my team, by some miracle, happens to make it there, I don't even have to watch the game. We're going to (laughs) win. So what am I biased for? I'm not a I'm not a Jets Yankees fan. I don't give a shit. It's just they they cheated. They got caught. They cheated a different way. They got caught on that one. They're probably still doing. They're probably still deflating balls. They're probably still. Uh, we know they we know they spied the whole time. It's just three words, and you get hired by the Patriots. I mean, Andy, three. let me let me uh, let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. You're 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 living there with with Walt. You know, like if, if you go into your kitchen one night and Walt's eating, you know, leftover Jersey Mike's out of the fridge at 3 a.m. And then five days later, you go in and Walt's eating Jersey Mike's out of the fr- leftover Jersey Mike's out of the fridge at 3 a.m. You're like, you do this every night, don't you? You do this every night. You're not just going, I just happened into the kitchen. The two nights you were eating Jersey Mike's out of the fridge at 3 a.m. Oh, you're here every night at 3 a.m., aren't you? You probably have an alarm set to eat your leftover Jersey Mike's at 3 a.m. It's obvious that they have been taping teams for the better part of 20 years. Well, and again, they got caught taping the Bengals. How many opponents did they tape last year or the year before it? Or in between? If they're taping the worst team in the league, they're taping. And, and that's what I said yesterday when they got caught. It's like this, they have a schedule. It yeah. doesn't matter that they're playing the Bengals. It, like this schedule for Do Your Job Productions is laid out prior to the season. Here's your schedule, guys. Here's your tickets. Here's whatever. Here's your cover story. Okay. Here's your whole thing. Week 15, we go to Cincinnati. They don't know Cincinnati is going to be 0 and whatever, 1 and whatever. They just know this is what – hey, we don't ask questions. We just do our job. What do you think that requirement is? Like what are the resumes people are submitting for the do your job? I feel like they're all like fired police officers. <laughs> just do your job. Just do, just do your Look, job. I, I got two rules. I do my job, <laughs> and I don't rat out anybody that does their job bad do you, or cheats or lies do your job, or, or, or chokes people. If I got to choke out a member of Cincinnati Bengals security staff, unless somebody's got it on video, it didn't happen. Do your job. Do your job. You going to Cincinnati this week? Do your job.
end of the meeting. Do your job. That's all you got to do. Do your job. Arrest the former cops that filmed the Cincinnati Bengals sidelines. It really is amazing, though. Like, no one is talking about this. I'm just trying to think if a different organization blatantly filmed in other team, would their punishment be a million dollars and the just loss ask, of the third round pick? Ask yourself this, Andy. Ask yourself this, Patriots fans. If Greg Williams' current team had a bounty scandal come out, you'd be like, he's been doing this the whole time. Yeah. You wouldn't be like, oh, now he's with the Browns? Oh, the Saints and the Browns. I probably didn't do it with the Jets. Probably didn't do it there. Probably didn't do it there. Yeah. Do we think fucking, you know, uh, your boy Kellen Winslow Jr. was just hanging out between – his com- rape convictions? My boy. <laughs> what, what, what are you making him my boy? Because I booked about, him on the show? It's about legacy, yeah. Because I booked your, him? Your friend. <laughs> your friend. Guilty. Kellen Winslow Jr. Guilty by cancellation. Guilty by cancellation. Canceled. <laughs> Tug just got canceled because Kellen Winslow raped somebody. Kellen Winslow Jr., Multiple rapes of elderly women did this show. Yada, yada, yada. Tug Coker canceled. <laughs> poor Tug doesn't, you know, he, you know, we just keep, we keep joking about him every episode. The poor guy has no clue what we're even saying. It's like Nick, it's like Nick D'Alessandro. It's like, if you don't listen, you don't get any say. Nick, return my emails, guy. <laughs> he will never hear that because he doesn't listen to the show. No, but I'm going to visit him. So I'll tell him when I visit him. Yeah. Sleeping on the couch. Maybe I should write you a letter and mail it to you and you could hand deliver it to him. Like, like we're love in the time of cholera or something. I feel like we're, we're pretty close to just having only mail at this point. Like 2020 is such a shit show. I feel like old school mail is going to be the thing. That's going to be the next thing. Internet's just going to go down. Yeah. Cause nothing's safer than, uh, you know, some guy handling your correspondence. Right. He's like, a little pa- pandemic paper? Hey, would you like some pandemic? You also get 20% off at Bed Bath & Beyond. Have a little COVID. Dude, I just came up with a Hey, piece. here's some COVID-19 and also 20% off at Bed Bath & Beyond. I just came up with a conspiracy right off the top of my head. Cat. Not a conspiracy. It's just a thought. Do you think COVID or some of the problems we're having in our country COVID. would be in more check if we didn't have the internet. No way. How did he figure? I'm just tossing out a scenario. There are people who can read every day how many people will have COVID and they still refuse to act any differently. But I think it's every different. Day. If somebody goes on the news in the, in the old days and is like, hey, wear a mask, stay at home, people listen. Joe Chabelli's like, tell me about the hospitalizations. <laughs> <laughs> now you're throwing Chabelli under the bus? <laughs> Chabelli wants to know about the hospitalizations. I almost tagged him in a tweet from a Dallas doctor today. He was like, we're out of beds. So, so Prano, who's going to do comedy? Because Arizona was the spot. As of tonight, all bars and nightclubs are closed. I assume a comedy club's a nightclub. Texas I closed. Mean, 
but here's but Andy, like, look, I know it sucks that we live in California and everything's closed, and we can go down the conspiracy wormhole all we want, and we can say Gavin Newsom's doing politics and Cuomo in New York's politics and blah 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 blah. We can do all the things. We can do all the things. But I know comedians who have worked. I'm not joking. I don't know. I don't know comedians who have worked in a lot of states, but I know comedians who have worked in Arizona, Texas, and Florida. Because those ones were like, let's get back to business. And now those ones are like, let's shut down. But, but that, back to my question, where can you perform now is my point. If they're shutting down. On Zoom. <laughs> That's why comedy's over. I'm not doing comedy anymore. I'm not a stand-up comedian. How long, like, if you were a comedian, how long would you have to go without doing comedy to, be still, to still be a comedian? Good question. I don't know. I mean, it, 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 you know, it's like anything, right? You get out of the habit like, of work. Like, is Eddie Murphy a comedian? Or is Eddie Murphy an actor? I think he's so talented, he's both. I think Eddie could walk into a room and be that funny. I think he's that good. Okay. But, but is he a comedian? Like, imagine somebody who didn't, like, necessarily, like, have – the world, like, do you think if you asked someone at the mall, if malls were still a thing in middle America, like, hey, what's Jamie Foxx? They wouldn't say Jamie Foxx is a comedian. Oh, I think people misuse that term a lot anyway. Yeah. I don't know. Comedian, comic, whatever. Comedian I don't actor. know. I, yeah. But obviously, and, Jamie uh, Foxx is a great actor. Yeah. But I can't imagine when the next time I'll be standing up on a stage is. Hey man, half an acre at Walt's place, backyard comedy. Let's go. Getting up every night, seeing Walt at the fridge, eating his leftover Jersey mics. <laughs> Do your job, Walt. How'd the painting of the house go, by the way? Well, we're still working on it. Were you guys painting the underside of the roof? That's yeah, that's part of it. And the gutters, you painting gutters? No, the gutters don't need to be painted. The gutters are all been replaced. Replacing so, the gutters, got it. They've all been replaced. Uh, I've learned my dad likes to likes to take his time on things to keep himself busy. It makes sense though. Yeah. Right, like, to keep his days, he's not. Hey, we're painting for eight hours today. He's a uh, right. paint for two hours today. Right. Find a new project. Do this. I, I did eat some of uh, the garden. We had. Uh, He's like, we're painted for two hours, and I got to tell you, I'm pretty hungry, Andy. Why don't you say we hit that Jersey Mike's? That's right. <laughs> I did eat some of the uh, bok choy that we grew yesterday. Wow, your dad's growing bok choy. Yeah, Chinese cabbage. Yeah, it's the Chinese cabbage. It's from China. Yeah, China. <laughs> I will say, Prina, that was the first time I ever, because he, he's never let me plant. It's always his garden. It's the first time he let me plant. And th there, there's a very satisfying feeling of knowing that I put it into earth. It grew for six or seven weeks. And I got to have it in a, a my, my sister-in-law made a, a dinner last night, like a stir fry dinner. It, it's a very, very good feeling. Like, like no wait joke. Till, wait till you hear how babies are made. <laughs> 
I, I don't even remember what that's like, by the way. Yeah. It's, been, it's been so long. You put it in, you, you cover it up a little bit, wait nine months, and boom, bok choy. I mean, you, you had to take my, my spiritual, my, my, my whole thing, and you had to make it about sex. You had to do that. No, I, actually, I'm making it about parenting, Andy. Oh, okay. You, you, just, you just learned what it was like to nurture something until it grew to something that sustained you. I thought you were trying to make a reference to sex. No. But I completely missed the mark, as usual. On that note, Joe, it's been fun. I know you don't have any comedy shows to promote. but I No, know I don't. And get off, by the way, get off TikTok, dude. Are you seeing all this shit on TikTok? Yeah, I am. And I probably should get off it, but then I'm like, where does it end? You know what I mean? You know what else is stealing all of your information? Everything. You know what else is a, you know what else is a Chinese super company that is mining all our information? Zoom. Yeah. True. Which we're doing. It's the Chinese platform from China. So yeah, we're doing everything, but I, I probably will. To be honest, I'm off Facebook. Good for you. Deactivated. Nice. Yeah. Um, but I'm still on Instagram, but that's Facebook. But I'm not doing stand-up comedy anymore, so maybe I get off Instagram. And if I'm not doing stand-up comedy anymore, maybe I get off Twitter. Honestly, who needs any of it? I agree. Who needs any of it? I'll just deactivate everything. And if stand-up comedy ever becomes a thing again, I will rise like the dark night rose from the caves of wherever like the, he was. Like the bok choy rising from the earth. Yeah, like the bok choy, maybe <laughs> bok choy fisting up out of the ground. Well, guys, you can still follow us on Instagram and Twitter at The Dirty Sports or me and Andy yeah. Luther. You know, yeah. we're, st we're still here. I'm focusing solely on Venmo at this point. At Joe Prano on Venmo. Let's have conversations in there, guys. Send donations to me at Andy Dash Ruther. I just traded. I just trade. I've been trading. I've actually, you know, I gotta say, Venmo is a great place. I've had a lot of great conversations on Venmo lately because I feel like people feel like they're paying me for my time, and I'm okay with that. Somebody <laughs> sent me a donation. I, I, honestly, somebody said, "Let's get. Let's cut out the middleman. Who needs a comedy club taking all of the percentages?" Uh, Dirtball the other day goes, hey, man, do you have any other Apple Music playlists? And I was like, dude, I got playlists for days. And he, he sent me a little donation, and I sent him back, like, a playlist of Americana music that I put together a couple of years ago or, like, last year. And then, uh, and then I was feeling generous. So then I just hit him again. I was like, hey, if you're a Tom Petty fan, I've got a playlist of Tom Petty covers. So here you go. That one's on the house. I love it. Venmo, it's great. You give me money, I give you whatever you ask for. Such a whore, want, you, such a whore, Joe Prano. Yeah, but it's, it's not selling out if you're just paying me directly. You guys want stand-up comedy in your Venmo? Can you add Venmo? Can you add video to Venmo? I'll do it. I don't do Zoom, but I do do Venmo. All right, Joey, let's wrap this up. Okay, I got some editing to do. Dirtballs, thanks for your patience with today's episode. Have a great week. And as always, stay dirty. <laughs>